Does that song ever not bang is the real question. Thimrid, Timrid, Timrid on a Tuesday, making up for some lost time. We're going to do uh, week one, uh, and we'll find some time to do week two later. Because unlike Cole, I'm not a little bitch, and I was actually busy with family in town. But now I'm going to go back and review week one and review the moment that Cole lost $2,000, which you deserve because you were a pussy and asked to back out of it and then realized you were going to week, win week one and you wanted it back on, and that's what happens. Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles. I don't know if I believe in karma, but if I did, I would say karma. We'll start there. We'll start with Cole and I. Um, Cole beat me uh, 201.7 to 189.75. Um Here's the deal, and I've been in the past have reacted to Sarah just got home, so Cleo's going to start barking here in a minute. Just be prepared for that. Um, in the past, and I think we all have it to a certain extent, but I've overreacted to weeks one and two, and this year I told myself not to. So, so far I haven't, thank God. Um, these guys don't play in the preseason much anymore. Um, you know, you look at look look at a guy like Joe Burrow after yesterday, right? I think he's like one in seven in weeks one and two in his career so far. And he hasn't been very good in weeks one and two in his career. It's just sort of a fact. If you go look at his it's not about, you know, going forward, I think he'll be fine. But it's just historically the guy's never been a great player weeks one and two. Fantasy wise and and I guess in reality, football wise, being one and seven is not great, Bob. Um Okay, Sarah just walked through the door, so Cleo's probably going to bark. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, so with that being said, it was, you know, you look at, like I said, Cole and my matchup. I mean, it's a bad fucking, <laughs> it's a bad matchup. And Cole lost probably 40 points Monday night. Even, well, what did Zach Wilson have? I guess that, that'll be a good barometer. Zach Wilson had, I think he had, okay, 25. Yeah, so I would expect that. Rodgers would get at least half of that, which is 30, half plus that, one and a half of that, Jesus. So 36 points minimum, I figure Cole loses. So he should be in the 240-ish range. He wasn't, not a big deal. Um, But with that being said, it's still not the best week of all time. I mean, Watson has 37. Najee is looking kind of like a lot of people said in this thread thought, at least, he'd look like. Bijan is really, God, there's a clip, in fact. I'm going to send it to the group right now. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to send it as I record this, and you guys will understand why later when you're seeing it. But there is this, and I'm sure some of you guys saw it on Twitter yesterday or last night. It is fucking filthy. Uh, hold on, I'm going to find it. Where the hell is it? Um, so he's really good as I scroll and find that. Um, I found it. I'm going to send it right now. What's going on? Oh, Trey Sermon, league winner. Yep, okay. Um... But yeah, filthy, very good. Looks very, very good. Even only getting 10 carries and 56 yards, six catches, 27 yards, touchdown. I mean, he's going to do it all, and he's awesome. CeeDee Lamb, very good. Devontae Adams, don't think he's very good uh, anymore because he has Jimmy Garoppolo, but, you know, remains to be seen. Um, The Broncos' defense is absolutely garbage, so six for 66 isn't great, although I guess going up against Pat Sertan is a little bit different. The rest of the Broncos' defense is terrible. Sertan's still fine. Higby, whatever, tight ends don't matter. We talk about that all the time. Aaron Jones looked really good and then got hurt, of course. Mark Cooper didn't look great, but, uh, you know, raining like crazy. I'll give you Calvin Ridley looked awesome. I was sitting there, I was like, motherfucker, like this. 
fucking Cole's going to be right about him being top 15. Again, week one, I think that was a showcase week attempt in, in terms of what they were trying to do. But, you know, looking at my team, same concept, right? I mean, I don't think Cole's team really performed all that well, and I obviously my team performed worse. You look at Hertz was terrible. Herbert was, you know, I mean, to have a shootout of 36-34 and only go 23 or 33 for 229 and a touchdown and a five carries for one being a touchdown, it, that's not very good, only getting 43.6 points, I think, that, especially in the scoring. Um, if it was Gomer's super fun league, it'd be great scoring. Uh, you look at T. Higgins. We talked about Burrow, right? I mean, he had eight targets and no catches. So you sit here and it's like, oh, oh God, T. Higgins sucks. He's terrible. Okay, maybe. Prob- prob- probably not, but maybe. But, you know, getting targeted eight times and not having a single one of those being caught. Like, okay, I don't think that's going to go every week. But it's just an underperforming week. Um, and some bad bad uh, roster management on my part. I started DeAndre Swift and, and DJ Moore, and I, you know, Probably should have started Gainwell, obviously, since he was the starter. I didn't believe that. I don't think there was any world that I would have started Puka Nakua um, over Swift and or more. I, I don't see that. Or T. Higgins, obviously. like That would never have happened. So just sort of team shit the bed happens. But the thing is, like I said, these guys don't play that much during the preseason anymore. Not that they ever played a ton, but that third game they used to play at least a half to three quarters. Nowadays, I mean, Aaron Rodgers had what, like one series in the preseason? Jesus, he had two series as a Jet this year. That's terrible. So, yeah, I, it, not going to worry too much about a week one blunder. Um, but, yeah, so Cole Cole takes the cake week one, talks all that shit um, during the offseason, comes out swinging, <laughs> wins by 12, um, but at a cost. It's kind of like Cole's kind of like the Jets this year, I think. You know, they were talking a bunch of shit this offseason. They got Aaron Rodgers. They're the best team ever. They're going to win the Super Bowl. da 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 one series in Aaron Rodgers' tears as Achilles, who happens to be on Cole's team as well. And subsequently, the Jets somehow beat the Bills week one with Zach Wilson quarterbacking them, which doesn't seem possible. And somehow or another, Cole gets zero points from Aaron Rodgers in a two-quarterback league, um, a high-scoring two-quarterback league, and somehow wins against, uh, on the other side of Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts. Doesn't seem like that's possible, but here we are. Will the wheels start falling off? for Cole like they have the Jets we'll have to we'll have to see as when when we get to a week two recap but uh Cole with a nice little win um we'll do Gomer real quick Gomer uh tanking um Derek Carr at 44 I'm sure he's thrilled about that he's looking to trade that guy um Tim had a bad week from Josh Allen he had a bad week from Josh Jacobs he had um an indifferent week I'd say from Debo Samuel um and scored 275 points so, to no surprise, Tim's team's good again. Um, I will say Kirk Cousins has surprised me. Um, definitely surprised me week one, uh, going 33 for 44. I don't know how they fucking lose that game with him throwing for 345. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought he was kind of like a, a third quarterback kind of guy. And, you know, I was sitting here looking. I thought maybe you'd have to start like a Garoppolo or even a Ritter in a pinch. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Um you're going to have to probably find a second quarterback down the road, but uh, where we sit right now, your team is still built pretty damn well. Um, and I think you're going to look at having a, a real good chance to push uh, to be the first repeat champ in this league um, just because of, I mean, you had a terrible week, like I said, from Josh Allen, and you still score 275. I mean, Justin Jefferson can make up for a lot of inefficiencies for any team, it seems. Um I mean, he goes nine, catches nine balls for 150, doesn't even score. 
Um, that's pretty good. It's really good. Jesus, Cousins lost two fumbles and had a pick. So you lose six points off Cousins. I mean, he almost should have had 60. That's crazy. Um, Gomer, you know, Carr is a guy you're going to look to trade, I'm sure. Um, you're hoping that Bigsby starts looking a little better. Hasn't looked great. Um, or especially didn't look great in week one. Jordan Addison's looking good, actually. Um, that might be a hit for you. Um, you go and look at that in the sense that, you know, Robbie... Robbie took him eighth, and then you gave up a first and two seconds for him. I think that's a pretty good deal as of, you know, where we sit right now for you. Um, it helps, you know, as we talked about with with Justin Jefferson. That's a guy who is going to command a lot of attention, as he did in week one. So it's going to give Addison a chance going forward. You know, only had six targets and made the most of it. Four for 61 and a touchdown. That's pretty good. So that's a good rookie to hit on. I know you're still waiting for your running backs to break through. Uh, you know, Warren had three carries for six yards, five catches for 12. That's not great. Um, Roshan Johnson had five for 20, but he gets in the end zone. He had the six catches for 35. That's not bad. Tajay Spears. I want to say he started the game for some reason. I swear to God, I thought he was the first running back on the field, but I could be wrong. Not that, again. We all know who the actual starter is there. Um, yeah, I guess not. Maybe 32 and 22 look the same with the Titans numbers, so it's hard to tell. Uh, but he had three for 27 and a catch for a yard. And that's, you know, whatever, I guess. Again, he's not going to be the guy this year. You're just hoping that his no knees stay intact until next year when you are hoping to, to make a big turn. Um, but yeah, your, your rookies didn't do a ton week one, which I think you're probably fine with. You just want them all to survive. Um, but yeah, you're, 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 you're bad. Uh, we'll do, we'll do Brandstatter slash Zip versus Mendo. Cause I know Tom Brandstatter is putting a lot of effort into his team and paying a lot of attention other than the subtle dig that he had on the Brock Purdy fucking text he sent prick. Purdy only scored 39 and a half after starting that game on fire. So yeah, if you only had to pay one twenty five first, but fuck you guys. Anyway, how about that? That you guys fucking say I offer bad deals and the fucking pits and Purdy deal are pretty good for you guys i'd say um mendo's team had a, a a similar week to what i would say my team had um lamar was not very good um i mean 17 of 22 for 169 with the pick six carries 38 yards and a fumble i mean they won 25 to 9 houston was in that entire game dak um that was a weird game where he didn't have to do a lot obviously because the defense did so much i mean he was only 13 to 24 which isn't great for 143 but i mean they won the game 40 to fucking nothing i think you know mike mccarthy is a big fat idiot but at the end of the day he can he can know when to, to close that playbook up a little uh rashad white didn't do a ton jameer gibbs looked good when they gave him the ball but he only had nine touches um against kansas city in that win Jackson Smith and Jigba didn't do anything. Uh, the whole Seahawks team didn't do shit against the Rams that day. That was a weird trap game for some reason. Um, Henry, you know, whatever, didn't look great against New Orleans. So you just, I mean, Brian Robinson looked good for you that week one. You just had a, a similar game to to my team week one. I think all your guys just sort of laid a fucking egg. Um, you know, you, for the most part, made proper starts. You might have started Zay Jones over Jackson Smith. Um, or even Juju, I guess. But again, that's a, you know, hard to say that you actually would have done it. And then on the other side, Zip, you know, had a pretty good week. You look at Chubb had, you know, 18 for 106 and four catches for 21. That's a nice week without, I mean, that's 24 points without even scoring a touchdown. Mixon was fine, even though the 
The Bengals weren't great. I mean, he almost gets 14. Um, Amon Ra looked good as always. Chris Olave looked good. Hawkinson for tight ends not mattering looked pretty good. That's eight for 35. <laughs> eight catches for 35 yards. Holy shit, that's so bad, but oh well. Um, Darnell Mooney caught a touchdown, which saved his line. Pickens was f- whatever. I mean, that game was the, the Niners were smothering the, the Steelers that day. A.J. Dillon, you know, 13 for 19 is not really what you're looking for, but for the most part, Zip, like, your skills looked pretty damn good. Um, you know, Josh Kelly would have been a nice start, but, you know, how would you have... I, I think that was a late, you know, a late kind of thing where it's like, eh, I don't know if I really want to start him. Um, so, I mean, for the most part, you did really well in terms of who and who to start and who not to start. I mean, you hit on Hawkinson over Ingram. I think that's going to be one of your toughest decisions all year long is who to start is Hawkinson or Ingram. Um, even though tight ends don't matter. Your biggest issue is your quarterbacks didn't do a ton, but you still won. I mean, you won handily, obviously, but I mean, you want to see more than basically 80 points, more or less, just under, what, 76 points between your two QBs. Um, Fields did not look great against Green Bay. Uh, you know, 24-37, Nine carries. They only ran him nine times for 59 yards. Um, I, obviously, they're probably telling him, let's stay in the pocket a little more. Let's go through our reads. Here's the deal. And this is what's so frustrating about the NFL sometimes. And I get it. Like, you want a guy. Sorry, I needed a sip of coffee. You want a guy who is able to do the things he does well and 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 utilize that, right? I mean, for all the shit I give Josh McDaniels, right? At least in the fourth quarter when he had Tim Tebow, he sort of just let Tim Tebow do Tim Tebow things, right? Tim Tebow was not a good NFL quarterback. He wasn't really a good college quarterback for that matter. Not a good thrower of the football. But when the Broncos would be down two scores and, ah, God, who was it? Marion Barber for the Bears decides to run out of bounds for some reason rather than staying in bounds and winning the game for the Bears. He goes out of bounds because Tebow magic and the Broncos get the ball back and Tebow leads a drive to score and win. Or maybe get him to overtime, and then they win in overtime. Whatever, whatever bullshit Tim Tebow was able to do with the Broncos that year, McDaniel's at least sort of just let Tebow do Tebow things, right? The NFL is so it's starting to move. I think we all see that, right? With quarterbacks, um, you know, there are guys who can do things different than others, right? You talk about a guy like a a Patrick Mahomes, right? Uh, he's obviously in a tier of his own but it reminds me a little of a guy that I fucking hate in terms of how he used to be in Russell Wilson where when Russ was in Seattle when they had that defense Russ moved around behind that line of scrimmage and in the pocket a lot always sort of looking upfield looking to throw the ball same way Mahomes does right Fields is a little different obviously he's more of a Kaepernick right and the way Kaepernick was those early years in in San Francisco under Harbaugh when he when things went to hell, he just, okay, I'm going to run like a fucking gazelle and no one's going to catch me because I'm 6'4 and I can run fast. Fields is the same way. I just don't understand why the Bears are so, I mean, again, it's week one, I get it, and you know, you're thinking you're going to be better and you're thinking that Jordan Love might not be that good and then we're going to finally fucking beat the Packers and nope, we're just going to get our shit pushed in and lose by 18. Um... I just would like to see the Bears let him just keep, again, you want him to be able to go through his progressions and be able to throw the football, and you don't want him to run so much. But fuck, it worked for Michael Vick. It worked for him last year, him being Fields. I I just, if you take an element of his game away and force him to do something that he's not very good at, clearly. He's got a good arm. He's fast as fuck. 
a decently accurate arm. Let him run. It's going to open up the passing lanes for him, I think. So I don't love what the Bears did with him week one, but it is what it is. And, you know, it'll have to remain to be seen in terms of what they're going to do as, you know, just got done week two yesterday. We'll see what happens here in week three. I, 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 if the Bears want to be good or have a chance to be good, they're going to have to let him sort of be him um, unless they're in the Caleb race, which they could be. And, you know, ooh, that'll be an interesting element. That's what we're going to do, Etrick. We're going to have the Caleb race. I'm adding that right now. Caleb race. Because I think we're going to see something in the NFL this year that we haven't seen um, maybe ever before. I think you're going to see a lot of teams start fucking mailing it in. Um, because there is only, like, like I think I sent a text out last week, there's like four or five teams in the NFL that are going to be, have a chance to win the Super Bowl, maybe six. And there's those teams pretty much have a quarterback, right? Um, the rest of them, yeah, I think I'm going to add that. I'm going to do that right. We're going to do that on the fly. Um, other thing about running quarterbacks real quick too, Tim, you should call the fireball kid and tell him to learn how to fucking slide. Like he's almost regressed. He's gotten worse. He's doing these like John Elway helicopters on a third and four week one. What are we doing here, dude? (laughs) I mean, come on, man. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. So zip with the win over Mendo. Nice little, uh, technically, uh, an upset on projections. Actually, Oh, Cole, your favorite to be masked. Weird how that worked. Okay. So not an upset. One, two. Okay. Only two. Never mind. Um what's the next one on this list? Jared and Rob. Um This is a scary one. And we'll get to why. We'll start with Robbie real quick. Um Goff didn't look great but they got that win um he just man he throws that ball away as quick as he can when there's a little bit of pressure um matt stafford on the other hand looked fucking awesome 24 38 334 uh three carries for 11 yards he didn't score a touchdown this game it's crazy and they won 30 to 13 um i think stafford could be someone that you could look at here down the road rob depending on how the rest of your year goes obviously you know lose week one not a big deal and we'll get to why you lost here in a minute um, but losing week one like that, like that's, you know, y- you play a guy who scores 291, like you're going to lose more often than not. Um, but Stafford, man, like again, seeing what happens for the rest of the season, if you know, you, you got some players here that can turn it around and give you a, a, an outside shot at getting in that six spot, which is I'm sure what you're looking for. Cause once you get to the dance, you never know, just ask Joe. Um, but man, if, if it doesn't turn and seeing the injuries that we're seeing so far from the quarterback position, like Stafford could fetch you a nice little haul. Um, and for a guy who's what, 35 years old? Yeah, I mean, he looks really good. He looked really good week one. So that's a nice little surprise for you. Uh, Moles looked okay. Um, still fumbles the football, which has got to be so annoying. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins actually looked pretty good. Seven for thir- seven to thir- seven catches for 65 yards. Can't speak. Pretty sure Deontay Johnson's uh, on IR. Yeah, they moved him to IR yesterday. He got hurt that week one against the Niners. Um, IR, that was only four weeks. That's not the end of the world. Uh, Goddard, um, again, talked about how bad Hurts was. I don't think that's going to be something that'll last. Um, I'm not going to overreact to that. But again, at the end of the day, Titans don't matter. Brandon Cooks, you know, that was a weird game. Um, I don't think, again, they didn't need him to do much. I think he's going to be a really nice uh, 
second uh, option, though, in Dallas. I think he's better than Michael Gallup, and I think that CD's still going to attract so much attention that I think down the road a guy like Cooks is going to be a really nice like flex kind of player for you, and that's where you have him, and I think he's going to get you like 15 a game, and out of the flex, that's awesome. Charbonnet, obviously, I'm surprised they didn't give him the ball more yet on uh, that week one game, but again, they were behind the eight ball pretty quick. Yeah, maybe it was close at half. I can't remember. But um, I'd expect him to start getting some more some more touches as the weeks go on. Pete's notorious when it comes to young running backs. He doesn't love to give him the ball, but he's not going to spend a second-round pick on the guy if he actually doesn't think he's worthwhile. Um, but we'll have to see as it goes on. Obviously, you know, he's going to be trying to take carries from Kenny Walker. Zay Flowers was an absolute hit. Um, I not a, was not a big Zay Flowers fan coming out of B.C., but uh, that was a nice win. I do think, I mean, you paid one less second for him than, I mean, it's basically the same thing you gave, or, or Gomer gave you for Addison, a 26 first and second for Flowers. I think Gomer gave you two seconds and a first, one being in 25 for Addison is what it is. I would have, you know, whatever. He hit, he looked good. Um, nine for 78. That's one of the more dynamic players I think Lamar's ever had to throw the ball to. Um, if not the most dynamic um, since he got in the NFL. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, Rob, it just wasn't, you know, you, you missed on the Charbonnet, Cooks, Deontay Johnson getting hurt and Goddard. I mean, I don't know if you're going to start a guy like Kyron Williams in that situation. You know, you know, didn't know McVay was going to be a cocksucker to Cam Akers, but, you know, I guess you probably could have guessed. History only tells us, but, again, that's, you know, 17 more points or so. Robert Woods, I think, is actually going to be a nice piece for you, too, in Houston. Um, Stroud has looked pretty good these first couple weeks, and so has pretty much the receiving core has actually done pretty well. I think Tank Dell scored a touchdown week, too. Yeah, Houston kid. Um, so I think Woods will be a nice little – I mean, those two guys, the Robert Woods and the Brandon Cook, same kind of guy, different teams, obviously. So I think those are both nice players for you down the stretch, um, which will help you try and get into that. Oh, you have Tank Dell, too. Jesus, Rob. I like those Texans. Um I think those two guys, or Cooks and Woods, that is, will help push you towards that sixth spot if that's what you're trying to do. And then, obviously, if things go the wrong way, you know, like we talked about moving Stafford. Problem was you ran into a giant buzz on. That was Jared's team scoring 291 points by only getting 54 or 55 or so from his two quarterbacks. And his two quarterbacks are the two best quarterback tandem in the league, I'd say, and that's Mahomes and Burrow. Um, that's crazy. So that's the scary thing here. We look at that, 291 with only getting 55 or so, roughly, from his two quarterbacks. Another sip of coffee was needed. And that includes only getting 9.3 from Jamar Chase and 12.3 from Saquon. Obviously, Saquon didn't need to do it. That game was over before it started. Gets 40 from McCaffrey. Gets 50 from Hill. Gets 18 from Ramondre. Gets 15 from Allen. Gets 33 from Eckler. Pretty good. Left, imagine this. Again, you wouldn't do it in this situation. You never would have started Mac Jones over Burrow and or Mahomes. But had he started, let's say he just starts Mac over Burrow. He gets 50 more points. He's at 340. So you, you were up against the eight ball on that one, Rob. Um, the problem is that's scary for the league. You look at, um, again, and Jared's depth pieces were fine. I mean, again, you don't want to have to start guys like Godwin, theoretically, and Samuel and Sutton, even Elijah Moore, not that piece of shit, Kadarius Tony or Romeo Dobbs. But if you're starting those guys and they're getting, you know, you figure 10 to 
13 points in the flex, second and third flex, which again, I think I said in the preseason Thimmerid, that was the the question mark I had on Jared's team was the preseason Thimmerid, or preseason th- going into the season was his depth at the skill positions. If his guys are able to get him 10 to 12 points in the bottom end, you know, assuming he loses a guy like Eckler or something, you know, who, you know, actually I think he was banged up week two. Um, you know, you lose a guy like Eckler and you have to start a guy like Dobbs who gets you 12 or 18. Like, okay, you can live with that because you have guys like McCaffrey, Barkley, Chase, Hill, you know, getting you 30 points. And then on top of that, you also have Mahomes and Burrow. So he can survive that if those guys are going to do that, which is, you know, what Jared's obviously looking for. So that's a, that's a scary number, Jared getting 291. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be a... He's going to be able to push Tim, I think. Um, and uh, like I said, Rob ran into a real buzzsaw there. Again, I don't, I don't even think you could have ever gotten to 290, Rob, this week. But that's okay. The last one, uh, the cousin battle, even though they're not cousins. Jeremy and Joe. Pretty good matchup. A uh, little upset here. Joe um, had to get shamed by the entire league to have to take Sam Howell and a second for Trey Lance. Um, and Trey, or, or, and yeah, Sam Hell for and a second for Trey. That's crazy. God, I forgot that Gomer added the second. Jesus, should have been the other way. That's all right. Um, Hal gets 35, looked okay against Arizona, but looked pretty good down the stretch of that game to come back and win. Um, thought his brain turned to mush on a hit, but apparently he was fine. Um, obviously he was fine kept playing in the game and the way in today's NFL they check concussions if a fly lands on their fucking head anymore. Um, Jordan Love looked really good. Uh, 15 to 27 for 245, three touchdowns, three carries for 12. It's just, if the Packers do this shit again, I mean, that'd be, coffee sip. Imagine if they do it again. Because look at all of us, right? We're... There's Bills fans, there's Bronco fans, there's Raider fans, there's 49er fans, there's Bear fans. Uh, I think Joe's still a Viking fan, technically. There's Colt fans. Well, Colt fans kind of had this too, so you can get fucked, Gomer. But you look at, and then there's Ram fans. Did I get everyone? Who did I miss? I don't think I missed anyone. Yeah, I don't think I missed anyone. If the Packers do this again, you go from far for however many years, 15, right? And then you go 15 more of Rodgers or so. Not great at math, but that's 30. Say you do it again. You just keep going, just boom, 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 boom. It's kind of like the Steelers with coaches, right? I think they've had like five coaches in their history. Like, how do you keep just hitting? Where you have all of us, like, who just sit here, right? You have the Bills who, you know, so many years of bad quarterback play between the Drew Bledsoe's and... Um, EJ Manuels of the world, right? And then you had the Broncos with, I mean, Jake Plummer was cool for a little bit, and then he wasn't. And then, oh, we got Jay Cutler. But, oh, no, they're going to trade him for fucking Kyle Orton and then all other pieces of shit that went in between. And then Peyton showed up, which is nice, obviously. You get to have Peyton for a little while. And then you have the Niners, right, who you had Montana and Young forever. And then it was a lot of bad quarterback play. I mean, I guess Jeff Garcia was okay for a little while, but... You guys get the point. Raider fans understand it, right? You had Rich Gannon for all those years, and I don't think you've had anything that have made you excited since other than that one year of car that he completely shit the bed when they thought he was an MVP candidate. And then the Bears, obviously. Poor Jeremy. Cade McNown. RIP in peace, even though he's still alive, but he was terrible. If the Packers do this shit again, it's great for you, Joe. 
but it just it'd be so fucking annoying. Um, and fuck you, Gomer, because you go from Peyton Manning to fucking Andrew Luck, so suck a dick. Um, but Joe, big week, um, two eighty five. Uh, second high score of the week. Um, shit all over your team all off season, and you put up second high score. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, big week, eight, eight catches for one twenty nine and two touchdowns. Um, Mendo probably was motherfucking himself on that one. He gave up Ayuk for just a twenty five first. Jeez. Well, we never know. Uh, David, Gabe Davis didn't have a great game. Jahan Dotson didn't have a great game either. That was a weird game against Arizona. I don't know how the Redskins only win that game by four. Uh, but then the fucking Giants last week, yeah, jeez. Um, the problem is, Joe, it's not sustainable. Um, at least the 285 number. And the problem, the reason it's not sustainable is because you got a combined 75 points from, um, 85 points even, we'll call it, from your kicker, your defense, your line, your D line spot, and your linebacker. Um, I'm not saying that those guys can't score points, but the Dallas Cowboys are not going to get you 46 and a half points every single week. Um, so when you take away that, you know, 85 and a half or so from those positions, are normally probably going to get you. Twenty-five, so I mean that's sixty points coming off the top right there. It takes you down to two and a quarter. Um, obviously, some of your other guys will perform a little better. Some will perform a little worse. So I mean, you know, you average it out, and that's where I see you sit most of the year. Um, will you have big weeks sometimes? Absolutely, as we saw, um, but it's just not sustainable. So big win, regardless. Um, and that's with Jeremy having, I think, the two best quarterback tandem week one. I mean, you have. Bur or Burrow. Lawrence get 44 and look kind of shitty doing it. And then you had Tua looking fucking awesome. Um, 28 of 45, 466, three touchdowns with a pick, five carries, five yards, and lost a fumble. So, I mean, he loses four points on top of what he did. I mean, crazy. Um, ETN looked good. A.J. Brown had actually the only decent game, I'd say, of anyone for the Philly game. Garrett Wilson still had five catches for 34 and a touchdown. Kenny Walker had a touch, or no, he didn't have a touchdown, but he had 12 for 64. I mean, that's not bad, right? Um, Waddle had an okay game. Dobbins had a decent game until he tore his Achilles, right? Um, so Jeremy had a pretty decent game, um, scoring 258 and a half, yeah. So it's a good win, Joe. And that was the best matchup of week one, as it turned out. I didn't think anyone thought that going in. I think... You know, Jeremy made a mistake not starting Brees. But still, even if you start Brees over, say, Damon Pierce, that's 12. You're still losing. And I don't think there's anyone else that you would have started in that situation. You never would have started Michael Pittman over any of your other guys. You can, you know, we can give you shit for your bad roster management, but you never would have, no one would have started Michael Pittman over A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell, J.K. Dobbins, Kenny Walker. I don't think any of us would have done that. So, we can't give you any shit there. The one I'll give you a little bit of shit on is the Brees Hall. I probably would have started Brees over a guy like Damon Pierce. But, again, not the biggest deal because it wouldn't have mattered. You still would have lost. So, turned out to be the best matchup of week one. Again, I don't think anyone uh, really expected that. Um, I think if we're all being honest, the best matchup probably would have been Colo and I. I think that's what everyone probably would have guessed in terms of, like, the closest battle. And then the next one after that probably would have been uh, Zip and Mendo. 
didn't turn out that way. So that's the beauty of the game, right? That's why you play it, as they say. So some recaps for week one. Um, we'll do a quick rankings here. I don't recall if there were any trades. I'm sorry, guys. I, I know I might have pushed a couple through, but I can't remember when they were and if they were uh, if they were during week one or if they were after week one. I guess I can go back and look here real quick. Waiver, 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 waiver. Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. What do we got here? Oh, yeah. Trade of the week. Um, Micah Parsons and two free agent dollars for Nick Bosa and two-thirds. Jared's winning that deal so far because Micah Parsons has been really good. Um, in fact, what did he do for you week one? I know he did better than uh, whatever the hell Nick Bosa's name is. Where is he? Uh, Micah had a sack. Three tackles, four and a half points. Nick Bosa had one point, I think. <coughs> so that's the trade of the week. Bad beat of the week, I'd probably say, is probably me versus Cole. Cole wins by 12. I fucking lay an egg. Cole gets um, 37 points from his quarterbacks, and I lose. So that's, that's a bad beat. You can't have that. Um, that's a difficult. Um, that's a, yeah, that's tough. That's a tough loss. Don't love that. Um, obviously, don't remember what I picked in the preseason I mean, I have it written down somewhere, um, and then I didn't make, uh, I don't remember my projections for the week, and I didn't make any projections for week two, obviously, because week two's already been played as of recording this. Um, rankings. Start at the bottom. No surprise. Gomer is 10. Um, uh, I do have my preseason rankings. Obviously, Gomer was also 10 in the preseason um, leading up into week one, so no movement there. Team number nine um, is Rob. Still uh, had you there for starting at uh, before week one and then have you there now. Like I said, uh, I think that's going to – you have a chance here, Robbie. I'm looking at you right now, just staring at your lineup for a second. Goff will keep putting up points, I think, even though he looked mediocre this week against Kansas City. I think Kansas City's defense is actually better than we all thought it was going to be too. Um, so he looked a little mediocre, but I think he, he's he got some room to, to grow. I think Matt Stafford's looked really good these first two weeks. Uh, or this week. I haven't done week two yet, so I can't jump jump page. Um, yeah, I thought Stafford looked awesome. Uh, Kyron Williams, clearly the starter, because Sean McVay is a cocksucker, as we talked about. Moles um, is clearly the starter there in uh, Carolina. Uh, that offense is pretty mundane. What do they do if they get, like, first overall again? I mean, you can't draft Bryce Young and then draft Caleb, which they wouldn't, obviously. They'd trade that pick and get a haul and continue to get better. Um but that just sucks. Has to suck. Um, Charbonnet, I think, is going to start playing better. I think he's going to start getting more touches. Uh, Zay Flowers, I think, is someone that you'll have to continue playing. Um, you might have to start Russell Wilson. I don't fucking like the guy, but he's putting up fantasy points. I mean, 37 and 71 is pretty good, even though he's a piece of shit. They're going to get boat raced by Miami this week, so they're going to have to throw the ball. So he might be a guy you want to start. And then telling you guys you guys think i'm joking um the broncos don't have a lot of wins left on their schedule maybe at chicago maybe at home against new york after that the only other game i look at and it's like oh they could maybe win based on what we've seen so far is at houston but houston's better than them the broncos defense is bad and russell wilson is a giant piece of shit they are not good they are in the caleb race i will absolutely say that the caleb race as it stands right now uh we'll get i will get to that i'm jumping the gun because i haven't actually done my due diligence on that other than the fact that I know the Broncos are bad. But yeah, Rob, uh, you're nine. Uh, with room to grow. Can see you jumping up. Uh, team number eight. 
again, trying not to overreact too, too much to weeks one and two, but team number eight after week one is going to be Mendo. Your team laid an egg like minded. Um, it's, you know, it is what it is. I, like I said, I'm not going to overreact too, too much to it. Just had a couple bad, bad week, but bad games. So it happens. Um, I still like your team. I don't know if, you know, gun to my head, if I actually had to really sit down and look at it, I don't think you're team number seven, but, uh, or team number eight, excuse me, but it is what it is just for this week. But I think going forward, I, I still like your chances with your two quarterbacks and, and Bakers and Stroud. You know, Stroud's looking good. That's, that's the good one. That's the one you should be excited about because it's a rookie who, you know, even though he's an Ohio State quarterback who we haven't seen a lot of success from them lately in the NFL either, but I like him. Uh, Brian Robinson starter, Thielen, um, you know, it just is going to matter on how Bryce Young starts looking as the week's going forward. Um, Henry obviously still scoring points. Nico Collins is a wide receiver one. Nice little stack with Stroud. Hollywood Brown, not a big fan of, um, but you never know if he can stay healthy and, you know, maybe Josh Dobbs starts getting better. He might have a chance to be okay. Gibbs looked pretty good when they gave him the ball, and I think Rashad White's fine. So your teammate right now, but I think that's just a, a slight overreaction on my part. You drop one spot from the week prior. Uh, team number seven, we're going to put Joe there. Like I said, Joe, um, you made me eat my words a little as the as I went during the offseason. Um, didn't think your team was very good. And like I did just say, too, I don't think it's sustainable suspecting whatever it was, 85 points from your uh, kicker, defense, linebacker, and D-line player. But I think your quarterbacks are a little bit better than we all expected they were going to be. Um, your wide receivers have looked really good. Mike Evans, I didn't even talk about him that first week against Minnesota. He looked awesome. Guy who wants a contract and still just fucking goes and catches six balls, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Mike Williams went healthy. I think we all agree is really good. It just went healthy. Um I do think with Kellen Moore running that offense now, that's going to be a, you'd hope a little more, not just explosive, but more keep the explosions, but also be able to not just have these shit drives that the Chargers have, but they're the fucking Chargers, man. They do such dumb shit. Ayuk looks awesome. I think Jahan Dotson's still going to be pretty good. Um, Gabe Davis, you know, when Gabe Davis decides to be involved, he's good. He's just, I don't know if it's, Josh Allen just completely locking in to, to Stefan Diggs or if it's play calling. I don't know. I really don't know. I just know when when Gib or Gibbs, when Davis shows up and does his thing where he looks good, he looks fucking awesome. It's like, oh, that's best receiver in the NFL. And then all of a sudden he disappears for six weeks. That's the hard part with Gabe Davis. So I'm going to put you at seven for now. I do think Taylor Heineke is a guy that could end up getting into some of these games, but the fucking Falcons keep winning, which doesn't help his chances of getting in because Desmond Ritter has not looked very good. Um, you got to hope that Kareem Hunt, uh, Kareem Hunt maybe gets picked up, uh, still sitting there waiting on him. You spent, <clears throat> God, I got a frog in my throat. You spent a lot of money on Justice Hill, um, after week one, getting those two touchdowns on the eight carries for nine yards. Um, but yeah, so I'll put you at seven for now. Uh, team number, you move up one spot, Joe, from the preseason rankings. Uh, team number six is myself. Drop myself down two. Uh, again, trying not to overreact too much, but maybe this is. But um, had a shitty first week like we talked about. I don't think that'll be something that goes forward. Um, I think I said this all year long. Despite what Cole was saying in the group text, I never said that Cam Akers was the best running back ever. Pretty much made that pretty clear. I think I've said for the last two years now that my running backs are always going to be my problem. 
I think my my receivers are pretty good. I, I don't think T. Higgins is going to not have a catch on eight targets again. I don't think, you know, Devontae Smith had a nice game. Um, the Kyle Pitts and Drake London thing is a little bit concerning just because how bad I think Ritter is. Um, DJ Moore, again, a little bit concerning about the the way the Bears are using running, utilizing fields in that offense right now. The DeAndre Swift was a terrible start on my part. Um, don't know what's what Philly's going to do there. That's going to be hard to figure out all year. I don't. That could be like a Gabe Davis type of thing, flipping a coin every fucking week. Um, but yeah, so I just you know, and then my bench didn't do much either. So it wasn't like it was, you know, Puka Nakua who was never going to start in that situation. So, um, not great. Uh, week one for me, but like I said, I don't, I don't think my team will lay that egg every week. Or just as long as they don't lay the egg when the when it really matters. Week one, no offense, Cole, it's a good win for you, but it's it's not a not the biggest deal in my opinion. Uh, moving up one spot is Cole, as we just talked about. Um, I do think that you've got some concerns. Um, you don't want to admit it, and that's fine. But you lose out, you lose Rogers now, right? Um. So you've got Sean Watson and Anthony Richardson. Richardson's look good. He looked, we didn't even talk about him, actually, in that Jaguar game. He looked really good. 24-37, 2-23, touchdown and a pick, 10 carries and a touchdown. Um, obviously, they uh, – who's there? Is it Steichen? Yeah, Shane Steichen's the Colts coach, right? And Gannon's in Arizona. I always mix those two guys up. Steichen's actually doing with Richardson what the Bears should be doing, I think, with Fields. Because Richardson's not – able to go through his progressions any better than Fields is. The reason he only played 13 games or whatever it was at Florida. But they're letting him move around. They're letting him do things. Now, again, similar to the Josh Allen, he needs to learn how to fucking get down and not take hits. It's crazy how these guys all come into this league and it's, t- I mean, they all watch football growing up. They all know. It, the NFL is faster than college. You're not the fastest guy anymore. And that's fine. Maybe it takes you a week to learn it. I get that. But fuck, you would think after taking one of those fucking hits that he took week one, all right, maybe I'm not going to get hit like that again because that didn't feel great. That wasn't that fun, you know? So I would think they'll start to learn. Again, you look at a guy like Mahomes. He came in the league and obviously didn't play much that first year, but there's no doubt about it. He's just the type of guy who's like, I'm not going to get fucking hit like that all the time. Again, sometimes you're going to get hit. That's just the nature of the beast, but you got to do it right. And so far, Richardson isn't doing it right. And Watson looked... He was fine against Cincinnati in that weird day in the rain. Um, but your concern is now, like, you lose Rodgers. You're down to two quarterbacks. And as we talked about, it's a very important position in this particular league. Um, you got Aiden O'Connell, who I think, you know, is never going to play, probably. Ever. So, again, I know he's a Raider, so I'm sure you're hoping he does. He's never going to play. Um, unless something drastic happens and drastic being Jimmy Garoppolo gets syphilis from one of the porn stars and Brian Hoyer finally retires because he's a million. Mike White, I know your whole thing, and maybe we'll send the the video of you and I arguing at uh, the THS draft. Uh, Mike White's never going to play unless Tua gets hurt because Tua is not as bad as you think he is. He's not as bad as most of us think he is other than Jeremy. Um he seems to be a perfect fit for Mike McDaniel's offense. I don't think Tua is very good in most offenses. I don't think he has the arm strength. I don't think he has – he's got accuracy, I guess. I just don't – I don't think Tua is that great, but fuck, he's doing great this year and last year. And anytime he plays, he seems to do well, despite being a little fucking Hawaiian lefty. Um, so I don't think Mike White's ever going to play. 
Um, you do have Gardner now, which is good. You need to have Gardner because he was going to be the um, the backup to. You should have had him the whole time, though. I mean, I had him on August seventeenth and dropped him on August or on August seventeenth. I dropped him. You should have picked him up immediately. You, that was I don't know what you were doing there. Um, and again, I'm jumping ahead a little to the Gardner stuff, so we'll get to that um, when I have some time to record. The second episode, uh, or the week two episode, excuse me. But yeah, um, it's looking a little bleak at the the depth at the quarterback position. Najee obviously did not look great against the Niners, but again, we're going to maybe call that an anomaly just because the Niners' defense is really fucking good. Bijan looked awesome, unbelievable. Um, you know, he very similar to what Saquon was that rookie year. Came out of the gates just fucking firing. So, And the thing is, is that the Falcons' offense is significantly it has more upside than Saquon and the Giants did at that time. The only problem is Ritter is terrible, but I mean, you look at it, you got Bijan at running back, you got Drake London, you got Mac Hollins who just keeps catching touchdowns still. You got Kyle Pitts who, again, you guys can shit on Pitts and London all you want. They're fucking talented. So that offense is really good if it had a quarterback. Imagine if that offense had Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or one of these younger quarterbacks right now, that team would be really good. Uh, CD. CD good. Talked about Adams already. So, yeah, um, I got you moving up a spot to five. Uh, moving up a spot to four is Zip. Um, where'd you go, Zip? There you are. Uh, Purdy and Fields talked about them. Uh, I really, I've talked about your receivers. I've, I, I do like your your one and two at Alave and St. Brown. Pickens is, is, you know, again, we'll have to see what happens going forward. That Niners defense is good. I mean, he had five for 36. I guess that's good in terms of getting the ball to him. Not The yardage is not great, and that's going to be a Kenny Pickett problem going forward, I think. So I think uh, Pickens is going to have to do the work on his own. Um, your third quarterback I still do like in Daniel Jones. Obviously, he looked terrible against Dallas. Um, but a guy who can run in this scoring is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, you still have a bit of a depth issue, but not too bad. Your running backs are okay. Zach Moss, I don't know when you picked him up. August 21st. Okay, you've had Zach Moss for a little while. Uh, that's going to look like a, a little bit of a win here. Uh, Evan Hall goes down. Not obvi- not that he was fucking king dingling. Deion Jackson gets demoted. Um, I don't think Jonathan Taylor's ever going to play for the Colts again. So that could be a nice one. Joe Mixon. You know, again, weird game against Cleveland, but still to have, you know, 13 carries for 56 yards, three catches for 17 when the Bengals had like 118 yards or something ridiculous. Like, that'll be good. Uh, or he'll be good going forward. That won't be what they do each week. And then um, A.J. Dillon, you know, funky week one, but I think he's still the the same guy that he's been these last couple of years. So I think you'll be able to to be able to start him most of the time. Um, it's just going to come down to what the Bears do with fields and if – Purdy ever needs to really start moving the ball downfield or not with that team uh, because at the end of the day they still do have Christian McCaffrey uh, they still have a lot of fucking assets why on earth would I ever do this fucking deal that this fucking idiot guy just sent me in Gomer's stupid fucking league like I'm going to trade my first round pick and another first round pick in 2024 for Daniel Jones Juju Smith-Schuster, Juju Smith-Schuster and Tutu Atwal. Fuck that stupid best ball league. Fuck you, Gomer, for putting me in that one. I hate you. Decline. Back to my league. Ugh. You guys should be thankful Gomer didn't invite you to that crap. Number three, Jeremy, I'm not going to have you move. Um, again, you made one bad play, I think, and still didn't matter. You still would have lost. Uh, you scored 258 or whatever it was, 259. Um 
roster management might need to again. It, it, the Hall thing was hard. Who who'd have known? I think all week they said he might not play, and then they put him in last second, and then of course Rogers goes down. So of course they're going to start starting him more. This fucking guy just send me another offer. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, dude. Terrible trade. Terrible offer. Fuck off. My God. Uh, so, yeah, I just it wouldn't have mattered. Still would have lost. Team number two, uh, I'm going to keep Tim in his spot at two, going where he was into the season. Um, again, I think it's something we do have to worry about going forward. Like like I talked about, I mean, Allen has a bad week. Obviously, Kirk Cousins had a nice week, but Josh Jacobs has a bad week, you know, James Conner is going to keep getting the ball because there's not a lot of people on that offense. Debo had just a mediocre week, didn't have to do much because they blew them out, obviously. Tim's team is filthy, very good. Um, has a real good, I agree with what Joe said last night in the text. I think he's got a good chance to be the first uh, back-to-back champ. Um, again, never know, but we're sitting there and it's going to be close. Um, and then team number one going, staying in the same spot as Jared again. Um yeah, and that the I said we have to be scared of Tim. We got to be really scared of Jared because, like I said, when we recap that game, he only gets fifty five or so points from Burrow and Mahomes, um, and scores two ninety one. So, a little bit, uh, yeah. Those are that's an issue. It's an issue. <sighs> that's week one. Fuck you, Cole. Lucky bitch. Say I don't fucking talk about it. Talked about it. I think a team is still shitty. And you're going to owe me $2,000 in about two and a half months. Call me if you want to buy out. <laughs> team number 10, recap. Gomer, nine. Robbie, eight. Mendo, moving down a spot. Joe, moving up a spot to seven. Myself, down to six. Moving down two. Cole moves up one to five. Zip moves up one to four. Jeremy stays where he was at three. Tim at two, not moving. And Jared at one. I didn't do tears. Real quick, tears will go. Jared and Tim are in their own league. Um, I'm going to put Jeremy, myself, or Jeremy, Zip, Cole, myself, Joe, and Mendo in two. I'm going to put Robbie in three, and Gomer's down in five. He skips tier four and just goes down directly to five because that's how bad his team is this year. We'll do future rankings um, come around, say, week. Yeah. When did playoffs start? I don't know. 10. We'll call it future rankings start week 10. Future rankings for Caleb in the NFL will start uh, maybe week two if I have some time to to do a little due diligence. Um, just to see which teams, if any of our favorite teams are going to be in the hunt. I think two of them right off the top of my head. Maybe three. Take that back. Three of our teams might be in the hunt. Um, all right, boys. That is... A week one Thimrid, we or Timrid, as it were. Um, I will find some time later this week uh, to get another one out for week two, and we'll get back on a regular schedule, get on a Thimrid schedule um, going forward, like always. Uh, Joe is Timrid. I'm Thimrid because I like to see all the waiver ads, and it's right there before uh, Thursday Night Football. Just gives them something to look forward to. All right, boys, good week one. Hopefully uh, week two gets a little better and week three gets better. Uh, we've already seen week two, but no spoilers. But hopefully week three, uh, we really start seeing it because I think those first two weeks are going to become preseason football for the most part uh, in the NFL, which kind of sucks because I hate that. All right, I'm done rambling. Talk to you guys soon.
as the great Billy Mays once said, or always said, but wait, there's more. That's right. Going to do week two right now. Literally just going to go back to back. Um, this is going to be a little more interesting, and I'm going to have a little more energy because it was kind of hard to recap week one because I kind of forgot everything from week one. So I had to go back and literally just sort of look at everyone's stats and try and remember the games as I was watching two weeks ago now um, and remember it all. So week two in the books right now, going to do the Thimrid. If you guys stayed through the music, you probably, you know, hopefully you're all smart enough to figure it out that there is a, a, a time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is that you're listening on. And it'll show you when you go to change to your next podcast or to your next song and you see, you hear the music, you know, it's like Pavlov's dogs. You hear this music the second time around, you know it's over, right? It's over. Nope. This is like Marvel. This is the Avengers, except that it's going to last probably for another 45 minutes uh, or so. And it's going to be a recap of week two. I have a little bit more. I'm not that bored right now because I was a little bored during that first one because it was hard to recap a week, ten, two weeks ago, whatever it was. So it doesn't matter. All right, here we go. Week two in the books. Um, on the fly, did a Caleb. We're going to start with a... Oh, actually, you know what? We're going to start with something else here. Um, I'm going to count that as a week three trade because it is now week three. Uh, was there any trades last week? Because that's the only thing I didn't do. Uh, what the fuck? Was this a trade back thing? Is that what that was? I sort of forgot already from the other day. Because like I said, let's go. Okay, so Gomer got the second. And he traded back. Okay. Wait, no, wait. Uh, what the fuck did you do, Gomer? Why do you have to make things so difficult? Okay, yes. You did a Marvin Mims trade back. So we're not going to worry about that. All right. Trade of the week. From what I can see. Da, 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 da. Joe gets Sam Laporta and a fourth round pick for a second round pick. Um, <sighs> tight ends don't matter. I don't know what pick it is. It's the only bad thing about doing this on the computer. Um, but Laporta looks has looked pretty good these first two weeks. Um, just basically taking over the Hawkinson spot after they traded him, obviously, last year. I think it's fine. Iowa, as we know, um, produces pretty good tight ends, uh, as we've seen in the past. Um, except for Noah Fant, fuck you, loser. Um, but yeah, so I think that's a fine trade. Um, I don't know what pick it was in the second. I guess I can pull up my phone and look real quick. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if I would have done that just because we all know my stance on tight ends. But if you think you need one and you think that's all you are away, I think it's a fine trade. You're not going to lose any sleep over a second round pick. Um, and getting a fourth and second back. And the second round pick being <sighs> Zip and Brand Setters. Um, and you get Jeremy's fourth, which is looking to be a little bit better, which we'll get to here in a bit. Um, yeah. So Laporta and Jeremy's fourth next year for Brand Setter and Zip second. I think that's a fine trade. If you think that's all you are away, it's a fine trade. I'm fine with it. All right. So that's the trade of the week. Not much there. Um, the text of the week, I think this meant to go into. Um, it might have. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what week it was. I forget. doesn't matter. The, I don't think that's what Coke uses a magnifying glass for, though. I'm pretty sure that was a zip text. Very funny. Made me laugh. Sorry, Cole. Think before you text, guys. It's the same as thinking before you speak. Same thing you teach all your kids, Cole, because, you know, you created a boy, and you're the only one, even though Jared had one, and, you know, zip now. But you did it. You're the boy creator. Everyone else fucking pussies. Uh, think before you speak. Same thing you teach your kids. Think before you text. Uh, all right. 
Love you, Cole. Don't mean to shit on you all the time. You just sort of make it easy. You're low-hanging fruit. I should reach for the top of the tree. Uh, I don't have any stats of the week. Sorry, boys. There's got to be something good out there. Uh, I'll try and think of something as I... Uh, Uh, yeah, so try and think of a stat of the week uh, um, as I go through this on the fly. Um, I will preview. Ah, shit, I didn't do that. Damn it. See, I'm slacking, guys. I'm, I'm, see, I told you guys, weeks one and two are a very, um, they're preseason. They're preseason. Uh, and that's the problem. And you got to do, you know, you got to get your reps in. And I didn't get enough reps in during the off season, And that's my fault. And that's why I'm in the situation that I'm in right now and is what it is. And I'm, I'm rambling here so I can at least just write down the weeks and have a record of it so I can know what I do. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm rambling. This is a hard time. This, this is where you got to give Colin Coward a lot of credit for being a, uh, a, a host by himself. It is very hard to do a show by yourself, let alone five days a week, let alone three hours a fucking day. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, all right. Let's go over the week two games, and then we'll get to the next week's games and then the Caleb brace. Um, and like I said, future rankings for teams will come week 10. All right. Week two, game one that we'll go over. We'll just start. I think this will be a trend. We'll start with Gomer every week. Um, you scored 141 points. Not bad for only getting 26 from Carr. Obviously, huge regression. Um, not what you were looking for. Darnold didn't even get in the game. Uh, he did the week before. He had two carries for minus two yards, which I would call two snaps. I'm not going to answer that. I don't have time for that right now. Tank Bigsby, I don't think, got a touch. Yeah, he only played 19% of the game. Um, not 12 snaps. Um, I don't know if that's what I... Oof. Oof. We'll see. We'll have to see. That was an ugly game against Kansas City um, for both teams, for that matter. Uh, so we're going to have to see what happens there. Jerome Ford, obviously not the ideal situation for uh, Zip, who you played. Um, but Ford looked awesome, 16 for 106. Um, obviously, you know, I don't think you expected him to get more than five points, and he scores 31. Uh, he was always really good at Cincinnati. Um the reason I added him immediately last year. Uh, but, yeah, it, he's he looked good at Cincinnati. He looked good last night. Kevin Stefanski loves to run the football. Um, and with how Deshaun Watson's looked, I think he's going to continue to run the football. So could be a nice little stash for you going forward. I know he's not a rookie like we talked about. Um, but he's a guy that for you at least that, that – that, it's basically like a rookie running back that could be pretty good for you next year. Obviously, you need to hit on some of these guys. Um, I know you have three picks going forward, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, uh, a nice win for you. Uh, hopefully going forward, assuming they don't make a trade or bring in a guy like Kareem Hunt or something like that. Sky Moore had three catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. Um, he should change his number. I don't like 24 on him. He looks stupid. I don't, I, that's a real nitpick thing, but I fucking hate the whole number thing that the NFL does. It's so fucking gender affirming type of bullshit that Jeremy's all for like running back should wear 24 and the 30s 20s 30s and even 40s fine the receivers fine I'll even let them stay in the teens and the 80s that's where they belong 
Uh, same for tight ends. Uh, uh, like Randy Gregory running around as number five as a DN. You look like such a stupid asshole. You should be 90 or 50. Fucking stupid NFL. Fucking losers. Pisses me off. Anyways. Uh, where am I? Rasheed Rice. Eh, whatever. Didn't really like him at SMU. I don't like him in Kansas City. But I could be wrong. Jordan Addison, you hit on. Nice trade there for, from Robbie. Um, he's just going to keep getting the ball because teams are so focused on just, Justin Jefferson, who still catches the ball. Crazy how good he is. But Addison's looked really good the first couple weeks. Uh, Kendrick Miller didn't play, and Joker doesn't matter. Jake Moody, fine, good rookie kicker. Uh, Roshan Johnson uh, didn't have as great a game again. The Bears are just kind of poo. Got a burp. Excuse me. Jalen Warren, he might be right there. Um, I think we all sort of thought that other than Cole going into the offseason, that Najee just wasn't very good, um, and we're starting to see that. Um, but, yeah, your team's, you know, 141 points is probably going to be the max you score all year, but that's fine. Uh, you lose to Zip, who did not have a great week again. His quarterbacks are just not quite doing what I think any of us expect them. Again, like I, I sort of talked about fields in the week one part portion of this episode. Uh, I'm going to beat that drum again. I just don't like the way that they're using him. They're trying to make him this quarterback that he's not. And I know there's that picture floating around Twitter of him just completely missing maybe commit or somebody wide open and on a comeback route inside the 20 and just he took a sack and it's just terrible. Um, Purdy, though, game manager. Oof, you guys hear my elbow? It fucking hurt. Anyone ever have tennis elbow? That shit sucks. Um, obviously he looked really good last year when he came in and I feel like they're moving the ball a little bit better. I don't know what's good. Maybe they're just scoring more touchdowns, I guess is really what it was. I mean, I'm looking here. He had what 13 touchdowns in nine games last year and he's got two and two games this year. One rushing, I guess. But yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. I still think it's a great trade for you. 2025 first for Brock Purdy is, I mean, I think everyone and their mother would have done that. Um, Tough injury to the Chub, with Chubb yesterday. That was pretty disgusting. His career could be over. I think he's 28 now, 27 years old. So tw- coming back from that injury at 28, which is crazy. The way we talk about it, and again, we're all older now. So it's like, you look at it, it's like, oh, he's 28. He's fucking old. It's like, doesn't seem that old, but it is when you're getting fucking ran over by guys that are 6'4", 295, running a 4'4". I guess that would hurt after a while. Mixon, uh, again, not putting up eye-popping numbers just yet, but, I mean, if he's going to hover around worst-case scenario 13 to 16, I think you take that. Um, I don't think that's your problem right now. Your problem is Fields and Purdy, so and mostly Fields. Uh, Amon Ra looked good again. Alave looked good last night. Um, I like him a lot. Hawkinson had a great game. Obviously, we talk about tight ends not mattering, but, you know, seven for 66 and two touchdowns is awesome. Um, you sort of get snake bit by Josh Kelly. Again, it didn't matter because you played Gomer. I would have imagined you probably would have, you know, hindsight, I think you probably start Zach Moss in that situation. I think everyone knew he was starting. I'd say that's your only mismanagement that I'm looking at here. I don't think anyone else you actually would have started, nor would it matter. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hyatt had an okay game. I don't think you would ever would have started him over A.J. Dillon when you knew that uh, what's-his-face was out. Pickens, obviously, Four and one twenty-seven and a touchdown. I mean, most of it was on that one play. But hey, he had he showed breakaway speed again. His problem going forward is always going to be Kenny Pickett, who's not very good. Um, not your best week, Zip. But hey, two twenty-eight, two twenty-seven and a half. That's fine. 
um, especially against a team like Gomer, um, you would have beaten one, two, three other teams. So almost half the half the league you would have still beaten. So uh, a good enough is always what we're going to call it. Um, and again, not going to overreact again this week like I did last week. We're not going to overreact to week two. Next week is going to when we're really going to start seeing some overreactions. Now, there's going to be some things coming in the rankings that will look like overreactions, but there will be explanations to it. Um, but yes, not going to overreact to a week two as well. Week three is when the overreactions start coming. So be prepared for the Skip Bayless takes. Um, okay, we will get to the next game. We're going to go with... We'll go with Tim and Rob. Rob, you... Um, you had a real fun first two fucking weeks. You get Jared, then you get Tim. Um, and boy, oh boy. The only difference for you this week, Robbie, is that Tim's quarterbacks played well, unlike Jared's. And that's why Tim scored 330 fucking points. Allen, uh, 31-37, 274. Three touchdowns, three carries, seven yards. Cousins, again, big game, 31-44, 364, four touchdowns. Um, Tony Pollard had a good game because the Cowboys actually were sort of in a game until middle third quarter. Josh Jacobs, again, not a very good game for Tim, which is nine carries for minus two yards. That's fucking awful. Man. Uh, Justin Jefferson, another really good game. Stefan Diggs, fine game. Uh, Kelsey came back and played and scored. David Montgomery did get hurt. I don't know how banged up he is. Could be good for uh, Mendo going forward. We'll have to see. James Conner, again, I talked about it. He's really the, the best option in Arizona when it comes to actual skill players. Um, uh, I didn't talk about James Cook much week one. He had a good game, obviously, 40-17 for 123 and four catches for 36 yards. I feel like that's going to be a win-win trade for you and I, Tim. Uh, you get two seconds in James Cook. I got T. Higgins. I think that's a win-win trade for... Uh, we'll see going forward, but obviously, so far right now, probably what did uh, how many Higgins score last week? He had a good game, I think. I know he did. I just don't remember how many. Regardless, good. I think it's a win-win trade. Um, your concern going forward, Tim, that I can see Zeke's never going to do anything. I don't think uh, he's just not that involved in the offense. He looks like such an asshole in these night games too, with a fucking black visor on. But whatever. I guess he was really good for a long time. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Um, Debo had a good game. You didn't start him. That's a misplay there. You probably, you know, I don't know what you would have done. I guess you could put Connor or Montgomery in the run, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't bench Jacobs and you can't bench Jacobs yet. Um, so, I mean, you cost yourself a little, not too much. I mean, you probably could have gotten to 350 or so if you start the right guys. Um, Algier, I mean, fuck, they keep giving him the ball. He didn't have a great game, 16 for 48, but 16 carries is. You know, that's good. <laughs> Your team's really good still. You just traded Marvin Mims um, for Jerome Ford. Fuck, Gomer, you idiot. And I guess I said I wasn't going to talk about that trade. That's a week three trade, I guess. I don't know how to count that. I guess it has to be a week three trade. Yeah, that'll be the that'll be the trade of the week unless something else happens until before then. Or until then. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, um, Jerome Ford is a guy that you... Uh, you don't even need him, Tim. Whatever. I don't think Marvin Mims is going to keep catching 70-yard bombs either. Well, you never know. Um, anyhow. Got lost in the snake there for a second. Uh, yeah. The team's good. The only concern I can see right now is 
Josh Jacobs, but fuck, just put Connor in the second or the, the other running back spot, put Jacobs in the flex. And if you think he keeps sucking, you can just put in Ford or you can put in Debo or, you know, even fucking Algier, I think, is a guy that's going to keep seeing some run. Deion Jackson's done, unfortunately, um, unless Zach Moss gets hurt. Uh, but yeah, your team's really good. 330 points in a couple roster mismanagements still. But, you know, that's what we, I don't think Cousins is going to get 75 for you every week, but take 20 off down to the 50s, you know, or 25 even. You're still scoring 300, 305. Most of the time, that's going to win. I think I talked about it last year during uh, the playoffs. We all think that we need to score 300, 305 or so in the playoffs. It always comes down to like 265, 280. It's always that range. It's the range you always want to be in because I think if again you want uh, if you can have three thirty, if you can average three thirty and get three thirty in the playoffs, great. Doesn't ever happen. So ride the two sixty five, two eighty. So yeah, Robbie, you ran into a real buzzsaw weeks one and two. Um, you have a much more favorable matchup in a sense, I guess, coming up this week against Mendo, um, which we'll get to here in a few minutes. But yeah, you, you're probably overplaying the Jareds and the Tims of the world for a little while. Okay. Next game, we're going to do, we'll do Joe and I, yeah. Turned out to be a really good game. Um, Joe, again, Sam Howell looked awesome. The fucking Broncos offense, or defense is terrible. Sam Howell looked really good, though. 27-39, 299, two touchdowns. Uh, Jordan Love um, looked okay this week. I do think the Falcons defense is actually better than people give him credit for. Um, 14, 25, 151, the three TDs obviously saved his week. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, just that Chiefs offense has looked kind of mediocre so far. Herbert didn't look great. Mike Evans looked fucking awesome again. I talked about it briefly last for last week's recap. I mean, six of eight, 171 on a touchdown. He's, I mean, the guy wants a contract. I'm sure they want to, you know, they probably were thinking of trading him, I would think, at some point. But now you start off 2-0. In a, a, a mediocre division, I mean, you're talking about Tampa, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. I mean, again, Atlanta and New Orleans are mediocre at best, same as Tampa, that is. But, you know, all these teams think the same, right? Get in the playoffs, you never know. Mike Williams looked good, 8-13 for 83. He, I think he got banged up, but he came back in that game. Sam Laporta, we talked about that trade. Uh, AU, you know, mediocre game, 3 for 43, no touchdowns. Um Niners offense didn't look great. I know he got banged up, but I think he came back in after he got banged up, I want to say. I think he missed practice yesterday, though. Yeah, no practice yesterday, which is fine. Jahan Dotson hasn't done much yet. I still like him a lot, but you're going to want to start seeing more. Uh, we talked about Gabe Davis, right? Um, one of those Gabe Davis games, six six for 92 and a touchdown. It's like, oh, good, you showed up today, Gabe. Thanks. And like you go back and even like look at his 2022, like week one, he scores 19. Then he goes six and two. And then he goes 47 and 16 back to back. Pretty good. And then he goes six and six and then 21 and 11 and then seven and then nine and then six and then nine and 11 and zero. So it's like, dude, what the fuck, man? Asshole. Anyways, um, Dallas defense is still really good. TJ Watt is still really good. Um, TJ Edwards, fine, again. But you, you look at your defense, like we talked about, right? You got 85, I think it was, we said week one. This week, you only get 20, 34, 42. I mean, that's still above what we would call the average. So, again, I, I, don't, think, uh, I don't think that's something you can expect to have going forward. Um, but you still score 250, pretty good week. Um, ran into a buzzsaw. Again, you win... 
against everyone but one, two, three, four teams. Um, so there's some good weeks this week, but yeah, you just ran into a bus against my team this week. Herbert has 52, Hertz has, or excuse me, 54, Hertz has 52, Javante Williams doesn't have a great game. Swift obviously had an awesome game against uh, Minnesota on Thursday night, 28 of 175 for a touchdown and three catches for six yards. That's the crazy part. He only has three catches and he only gets six yards on the catches. Uh, Higgins had a good game. Um, two TDs helped, obviously, eight for 89 and two touchdowns. Devontae Smith had a really good game. Pitt's fucking jackass because Desmond Ritter sucks. Uh, DK Metcalf, six for 75, didn't get in the end zone. But, again, my team, for the most part, had a good game. I made him uh, – obviously, Akers gets the late scratch, panic move, throw Judy in. I probably should have put Puka Nakua in. Probably going to start him this week, to be 100% honest. Um, just didn't think he was going to have that kind of game again against San Francisco's defense. But, I mean – I mean, 15 catches for 147. That's fucking crazy. I mean, this kid was really good coming out of high school. He was really good at Washington, and he was really good at BYU. I mean, the only reason he transferred to BYU is family issues. I think I talked about that um, maybe in the preseason. I don't remember. But, I mean, this kid was always – he was good in high school. He was good in the Pac-12. He was good at BYU. I mean, he's – yeah, he's he's going to be good in that offense, I think. And I think I hopefully hit on that, which would be nice. Um, but yeah, that was probably my only missed start at, at the last second. I had to choose between Judy and, and Puka, and I chose Judy. It cost me 28 points, and it's going to cost me nothing because I would not have gotten to 330, and I wouldn't have won a high score for the week, so it's okay. So yeah, you just ran into a little bit of buzz out there, Joe. You're one-on-one now. Um, but again, you're the you're surprise team of the um, of the season so far, in my opinion. Uh, like I said, I, I didn't think much of your team going into the regular season but yeah here you are one-on-one and like i said beat would have beaten more than half the league this week had you not you know if you'd played jeremy you play gomer you play robbie you play cole you get a win so uh yeah so that's that matchup uh the other matchup which one do i want to do next i'll do jeremy and cole next again another fucking battle of attrition here cole um Shit, you don't even average. You two. What do you how many points do you have? Four hundred and fifteen points or two. So you're averaging like two hundred and seven points a week. You're two and oh averaging two oh seven a week. Do you think it's gonna last? I'm I'm honest. I mean, again, you think I shit on you and all that. You're two and oh. Good for you. It's awesome. Wins a win. You get the right matchups throughout the rest of the year and you keep winning. That that's all it takes. Um, do you think that's gonna last? Watson looked awful. Watson didn't look I I'll I'll give him the Give him credit for the week one because that was all in that's the the rain and shit and that was an ugly game. What was the problem last night? Pittsburgh's defense, I guess, is okay. It's pretty good, I guess. But man, alive was that bad, dude. He just looks terrible. Which is crazy because again, I, I get that you have all this off field drama, and I can imagine that that'd be a lot on you know that weigh on a lot of people, and it might take you a little while. I can understand you know in terms of you know getting taking a while to get better but cole you you gave four first round picks for this guy four first round picks again i know that the prices in this league are a little insane it would be nice if we could all just have a gentleman's agreement and get some of the prices back down to reality i don't think it's ever going to happen but whatever it is what it is but when you pay for four four first round picks that is something that should hit in fact and if i go look at it in reality you paid seven first round picks for your two starting quarterbacks neither are sure things and this is what i was saying to you in the offseason this is why i said 
there's nothing wrong with trading some of those picks away. I told you. All those all those picks aren't going to hit. All those picks that you traded Gomer are not going to hit. There's no doubt about it. They will not all hit. It's impossible. But when you trade seven firsts for two different guys, one of those should be a guarantee. If you'd offered Jeremy four first-round picks for Trevor Lawrence, I bet you he'd have considered it. Or in the Anthony Richardson case, Anthony Richardson case, Anthony Richardson, Zach Evans, probably would have considered that. Four first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. I, I Again, maybe he doesn't, and that's fine. But maybe you call, I don't know, Zip. I'd have taken fucking Justin Fields over Deshaun Watson at that point in time. Maybe you call Tim. Eh, he wouldn't trade Josh Allen. Call Jared. Jared's prices are high, but Jared also likes first-round picks. I just don't think Watson was the play. I mean, you probably could have, to be honest, because I got Herbert after, I think. You know, I could go and look at the timelines of this. But you probably could have gotten Herbert for four first-round picks. I think he's a lot better than Watson. I think everyone agrees, except for you probably. Problem is here, Cole, is this. And I talked about it a little in week one, and I'm going to talk about it again right now. You have Watson and Richardson. Richardson just got a concussion. You did pick up Gardner Minshew, who will probably play this week, right? You're still at two quarterbacks, no matter whatever way you look at it. <laughs> I just got a stat of the week. It's a funny one. Um, any which way you look at it, Cole, right now, you have two quarterbacks, right? You have Deshaun Watson and the Colts quarterback. That's what you have. It's not ideal at the end of the day. I will say that when Richardson has played, he's done all right. He's done pretty well. 44 the first week. He had 23 and 30% of the game against the, the Texans. That's pretty good. It's awesome. But it's still not great. And then you look at a guy like Najee, who we all told you, there's a cliff, and he's going to fall off it pretty soon. Todd Gurley style. I and I think I, I called him Todd Gurley a couple times this offseason. He's averaging seven through two weeks a game. Bijan is good. I just sent that clip earlier here in the text. I'm sure you guys saw it. It looks like a fucking video game, and I talked about it in week one. Awesome. C.D. Lamb looked really good yesterday. 11 catches for 40, 143 yards. Probably want him to get, you know, a touchdown, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you can live with 11 for 143 for the rest of the year. Devontae Adams, again, I, I just, you know, he had a fine six for 84 is, is fine enough, and then you throw in the touchdown there. Excuse me. Uh, you throw that touchdown in there, it makes it a big week, 20, 20 points, right? Mark Andrews, you know, he's he looked good this week, and he played finally five for 45. And a tutter, that's that's good. Um, the fuck is this shit? I don't care about that. Michael Thomas had a nice night for you, but again, a nice night is is not going to do you much. I mean, I'm not saying that your quarterbacks are going to score 57 points every week or whatever they did week one, which wasn't very good. But again, not going to overreact the first two weeks. But the problem here is, is I just don't see the skill players making up for the big gap if your quarterbacks keep doing this. I said week three is when the overreactions start. You had to start Dalvin Cook this week. I don't know if you had to. You know, you had to, I guess, because Cooper was a, a, la a lace, a, a, a last minute play, which again, you, you 
couldn't wait on that. So I get why you started Dalvin because AJ Dillon was or um, AJ Dillon, AJ Jones was out. Um, Aaron Jones, Jesus, combining two people separately. Um, two hundred seven weeks one and two average is not great. You need to bump them numbers up. We just talked about it, right? Two sixty five to two eighty is where I think you need to be to win. I think that's what it was last year. It's what it is almost every year. So you got to get there. Um, fortunately for you, you started, you played the worst managed team of the week, I would imagine. I don't know if that's what Sleeper said, but fucking A, Jeremy. Lawrence had a bad game. You weren't ever going to bench him. Tua had a bad game. You weren't ever going to bench him. Um, we'll just start there. You never were going to play picket over either of those guys, so I can't fault you there. ETN, not very good. Um, again, I don't think you ever would have started Mostert over ETN or I guess that's it, right? So again, give you shit for mismanagement. You never would have done that. Um, Pierce, again, don't think you'd have started Mostert over him. Pittman, you know, I think you overreact to the one week of him having a good week and you keep uh, keep Garrett Wilson on the bench probably because you assume he's playing the Cowboys and Zach Wilson sucks. It's probably the right call. I mean, he goes two for eight for 83 and a touchdown, um, but obviously the touchdown's like an 80-yarder, basically, so that sort of sucks. Christian Kirk, again, I don't think you start him, but fuck, man, you start looking at it. It's like you got to make one right call. So, again, Cole gets a nice win in terms of the fact that you only have 215 points and you win. Um, but, yeah. We'll see. Not going to overreact to weeks one and two. We'll come week three. Call you 2-0, averaging 207. Do you think it's going to last? I'll say it one more time. All right, last one. At least I think the last one, right? Did I do all these other ones? I think so. Talked about that one. Next week, it'll be a little cleaner again, like we talked about. Uh, it was still preseason for me. It's like the NFL. Okay, last one. Um, great game. Mendo and Serpa. Um, really, you know, I, I haven't even looked too much, but... Is there anything here that you guys fucked up on? I mean, again, Mendo, you never would have started Stroud over either of your quarterbacks. I try and get in, in when I do this, as you guys can probably tell, is I try not to, just because you left Stroud on the bench and that cost you 11 points, you never would have started Stroud over Dak. Just because you left Baker on the bench and got two more points than Dak, you never would have started Baker over him. Like, that's just not a realistic thing. Like, when we make fun of each other for poor roster management, like, none of those things would have happened. Um, the only thing I can see here, yeah, I don't I don't see anything for you, Mendo, in reality. Yes, Sleeper will say that you missed out on a little bit, but it, in reality, you didn't because you never would have done that. Um, you would never have started Bakers and Stroud over Lamar and, and Dak because you would have gotten more points had you done that. You never would have done it, though. Uh, and then Jared, for you, I mean, Chase, you know, you want him to start fucking waking up. But again, you're never going to start Terry McLaurin or not Terry McLaurin, uh, Tyler Lockett, excuse me, over him. Um, so, yeah, same thing. So that's why it makes it a great matchup. Both you guys pretty much had proper lineups for the most part um, in terms of how we all realistically think. Mahomes has a nice game, uh, even though it was kind of a funny game. And he, like I said, he didn't really look. Like he threw for 305 yards and two touchdowns, but sure shit did. Burrow um, didn't look great. He gets the two late touchdowns to, to Higgins, which you'll take and obviously I'll take. Um, Reheard his calf. I think Chase said it in the preseason or right before week one. Like, hey, let's just sit this fucking guy for uh, four weeks. We don't need him. 
he's probably right. I don't. I'm not saying they win either of the games with you know fucking Jake Browning, um, or uh, don't they have Brandon Allen too, like in practice squad or something? Again, they probably don't beat Cleveland with Jake Browning. They probably don't beat Baltimore with Jake Browning. They might not beat L.A. with Jake Browning, and they might not beat Tennessee with Jake Browning. They also might win all those games with Jake Browning. But one thing is for sure, they're 0-2 with Joe Burrow. They would also, worst-case scenario, have been 0-2 with Jake Browning, and Burrow's calf would have been a little more healed. I think you would have taken that on both fronts in terms of your Burrow stock and your Chase stock. So... Now you go out there and Burrow gets dinged up again. It's like, well, fuck, man. Now, now they might have to start Jake Browning for four weeks, be 0-6, and, and also have Jamar Chase not looking great and Burrow obviously being out. So it's like, fuck, it's a double-edged sword there. Sort of what we talked about, right? We, My only concern for your team all year was always your depth and, you know, injuries hurt depth. And if Burrow is out, I don't think Mac Jones is the biggest slouch, but I mean, he only scored, you know, he came back way back down to earth yesterday or Sunday, excuse me. He doesn't score that 61 again. I mean, he throws the ball 42 times, which is nice, but he only gets 231 yards and a touchdown and a pick. So he'll make up for a little bit of the Burrow loss, but is he going to make up for the chase loss on the Burrow side? Cause I don't think Jake Browning is going to be able to get Jamar chase a million points. Uh, McCaffrey looked awesome again. Barkley looked good, got banged up. Uh, I think they said uh, low ankle sprain, so probably out two, three weeks, I'd imagine. So you could probably have to start a guy like... Uh, probably put Ramondre there and then have to decide between guys like Lockett, Sutton, and Elijah Moore, probably Elijah, uh, Lockett or a Sutton debate. Um, you should be able to survive that for a little while. Um, fortunately for you, you have Gomer this week, so that's a win. Um, which we'll get to here in a little bit. Waller looked okay. Uh, great comeback for the Giants. Um, and that could be something for Zip going forward too. Do you start thinking about a guy like Daniel Jones, who I talked about in week one. I didn't talk about him much yesterday or when I recapped your game because you played Gomer. But going forward, Zip, like, is that a guy you think about throwing in for a little while? It's hard, and that's that's where the hard part becomes. See, that's a real conversation. Like, who do you start? You have three guys, and they're all kind of in that same field of Purdy, Fields, and Jones. Who do you start? I don't know. That's a realistic conversation. A not realistic conversation is, you know, Bakers and Stroud over Dak and Lamar. If you guys are picking up what I'm putting down here. Um, but yeah, Hill did not have a great game, which is crazy for two having like a million again, right? Or no, two didn't have a million. That was week one. I'm sorry. Um, Hill only scored 16. That's, and that's sad. We say that's not a great game, and that's probably going to be his worst game of the year. Um, but yeah, this was a great matchup. Awesome game. I'm sure you both were fucking sweating it. Uh, did anything come down to last night? I can't remember. I don't think so. And if it did, I just don't recall. Not that big deal either way. But yeah, uh, Mendo, you come back to where you, I sort of expect you to be again. I'm not going to overreact too much, but a little bit, but not too much. Um, two weeks one and two, but again, sort of, you know average right i have a shitty first week mendo has a shitty first week we both have great second week so sort of evens each other out in a sense um so yeah that was really uh that was best matchup of the week uh the bad beat of the week again cole you're gonna have back-to-back wins on the bad beat of the week it's jeremy um that's tough again you look at it from the perspective of cole's team only gets you know he does a little better than he did against me he gets 58 or so points from his two quarterbacks, um, 
his first running back is Najee Harris. He gets eight points. I mean, you should expect to win that, just like I expected to win week one when you go and look at it. And, you know, your team lays a fucking egg and scores 191, similar to mine. I mean, Cole, that's the other thing too, right? You're averaging 207 a week, and points against your average is 190. Again, that that's just not going to last. So you got to figure something out. I don't know what it is, but got to figure it out. Hopefully you can be proven right and those seven first round picks for Watson and, and Anthony Richardson pan out and, and work out right for you. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So bad beat of the week. Uh, Cole over Jeremy back-to-back weeks for Cole winning the bad beat of the week. Um, or being on the right end of the bad beat of the week, I should say. Uh, let's do rankings. We'll do some rankings here. Uh, Alrighty, where did we go? I just lost my page. There we are. Um, all right, team number ten in tier number five. Still, we'll keep you in tier five, Gomer. Uh, I find that funny. Team number nine, uh, Rob. We're gonna keep you where you are. Again, I'm not gonna overreact too too much um, to some of this stuff. Although there's a slight overreaction coming up here in a second. Um, but again, we'll have some justification to that. Uh, Robbie, actually, you know what? I'm just going to put you in tier four. Gomer, you're in tier five by yourself, but there's not a gap in tiers anymore. Congratulations. Team number eight. Make sure I agree with my assessment that before I do this, because we all know this person's going to freak the fuck out. All right. Yeah, Colm will put you at eight. Um, here's the deal. I talked about it when went over your matchup. You've got Sean Watson, whatever, fine. I think he might average about 38 points a week for you for the rest of the year, unless something really crazy pops off and something changes and he gets back to the Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texans, and Clemson days. I don't see that being possible right now. You have Deshaun Watson and the Indianapolis Colts quarterback, whether it be Anthony Richardson. If it is, that's better than Gardner Minshew, but either way, it's not ideal because clearly in the first two weeks, Richardson has taken two big fucking hits, um, and clearly he's going to keep taking them until he figures it out that even though he is 6'4", 250, that doesn't work in the NFL anymore like it did in college. Um, so you need that to get figured out fast. You need Shane Steichen to fucking be like, look, motherfucker, slide, get out of bounds, stop getting hit. Um, I don't think Najee is looking great. Bijan is awesome. CeeDee Lamb is awesome. Mark Andrews is pretty good. Dalvin Cook, or excuse me, Michael Thomas had a good game for you last night. Um, but the sad part is, as we look at it, it's like, oh, it's a good game. He scored 12. Not trying to overreact too much, but the reason I'm putting you here is because of your injuries. You've got a lot of injuries already, and obviously you lose, you know, you probably weren't even planning on having to play Anthony Richardson other than in a bye this year, and you did, unfortunately. Um, so you lose Aaron Rodgers, that sucks. You lose Aaron Jones, that sucks. Um, I don't know if he'll play next week against New Orleans with a hammy. I mean, that's never the greatest injury. So I'm just the reason I put you eight is really mostly because of your your injuries that you're already sort of piling up pretty early on. And also the only reaction that I'll have that I'll call an overreaction to week one and two is what I felt all offseason. And I think Najee's done. So combine the injuries and Najee, you go, you fall down eight, you fall down to fall down three spots to eight. Um and that's the overreaction of the week, I think. And the only one that I'll have, at least for weeks one and two, I th- for the most part, I just, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm just, I'm double checking my math here. Just making sure I still like it. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Keep you there. All right. 
Team number seven, I'm going to keep you where you were, even though I'm not sure. We're going to, the reaction's going to come this week. We'll get our answer. But team number seven, I'm going to keep you there, Joe. Um, your defense came back, halfway back, in my opinion. I just, I don't know. You can't keep relying on that. You had a good week against me, like we talked about. Um, and, you know, you beat about half the league still. Sam Howell looked really good. Jordan Love looked fine. Williams and Evans both look good when healthy. I think Ayuk will, you know, I don't think he's going to score. What he score week one? Like 40? Uh, he's not going to score 36 every week, but he's not going to score seven. I mean, 36 and seven is 43, right? That's 20-ish, 21 and a half points or so. Like that, that even seems a little high, but maybe in that range. But with that being said, I don't think Jahan Dotson is going to keep scoring five and six or whatever it is, you know. So there'll be some regression to the means, but then there'll also be some guys coming back up to where they should be. Um, again, your issue is you don't have a ton of depth. I do think Taylor Heineke might get a chance to play. I'm sure you're hoping that Kareem Hunt gets picked up. Um, but you are a surprise so far. And having you at seven for now is where I'm going to keep you because, again, that's pretty similar to where we started you, right? We started you at eight. We moved you up to seven last week, keep you at seven this week, trying not to overreact too, too much. Um, you haven't had any big, big, big injuries like Cole has so far, so that's why you jump him. Um, so we're going to keep you at seven in the same spot. Team number six, we're going to have another overreaction a little here, a big drop, but we're going to drop you, Jeremy. Um, and, again, it's similar to Cole, and I think your quarterbacks are really good. Um, I do think your skill players are pretty solid, but again, you're starting to see injuries. Jalen Waddle's got a concussion. Garen will Garen Garen. Who the hell's Garen? I don't know what Wilson got banged up with, but he got banged up with something. But in reality, his injury is not the problem. The injury to Aaron Rodgers is his problem because at the end of the day, I don't think Zach Wilson's very good. I bought the Zach Wilson stock hoping that he'd sit all year behind Rodgers and fucking learn something. But instead, Rodgers tears his Achilles four plays into the season and fucking dipshit has to go back in there. Damon Pierce has not looked great. Brees Hall is going to be fine. But again, you lose Dobbins. You lose a lot of stock, I think, in Wilson this year, again, because the Rodgers thing. Waddle gets banged up. You know, you, you're looking at what you have right now sitting here in your starting lineup. I know ETN got banged up again the other day, too, I think. He always gets fucking banged up, though. Fucking asshole. I mean, you got to start Mostert this week. And again, you should because it's against Denver and Denver's team's t defense is terrible. But you've got injuries piling up a little. That's the reason for your drop. Your drop is not because of your players. It's mostly because of your injuries or the, the, the production of your players. It's their injuries that are starting to scare me. So that's why I drop you three. Um, but I do think that there's some room to grow, go back up once Waddle comes back. Um, and assuming Damon Pierce, Damon Pierce is really the guy for me. That's that's where I have my issues with your team, um, because if Pierce doesn't start playing any better, I don't know where. Well, I guess you got Hall still. So okay, might be a bad overreaction on my part. You might not be the sixteen, but you're gonna stay there this week because I'm too lazy to change it. But for for now, don't love your injuries. That's why I put you down to six. Team number five. I'm gonna move you up three spots. Tom Mendoza. Great week. Um, talked about it already. You would not have started those other quarterbacks, so you should be happy where you're at. Um, you would not have caught Tim, so it doesn't don't feel bad about it. Um, here's the deal. Lamar looks good. Dak has looked fine. Um, the good thing is is that if either of those guys start shitting the bed, you do have two other quarterbacks that are playing pretty well. So that's nice. That's good. That, that's you have more depth than I thought you had. 
Um, Cole wishes he had your depth right now. Rashad White has looked, he looked mediocre against Minnesota. He looked really good against the Bears. I mean, he had 17 carries, 73 yards is awesome. But then five catches for 30, that's really good too. Like those are, those are a lot of points in our league. That's why he scored, what, 22, 25? So that's good. Gibbs. Gibbs is probably going to be the starter this week because it looks like Montgomery's probably going to be out. Again, another guy kind of like a, uh, what's his face? Uh, tra- Etienne, who's always hurt. Um, Montgomery's got a thigh thing. Yeah, so there you go. So Gibbs could be a starter this week. Could maybe see his Alvin Kamara coming out party. Hollywood looked okay yesterday or Sunday six for 54 and a touchdown that's good that's I mean and Josh Dobbs has looked better than I think we all thought he would have um I don't know what Gannon was doing in the second half other than maybe tanking for Caleb or the first pick so they can do whatever they want with it I don't know if that's keeping Kyler or taking Caleb I would take Caleb if I were them but you never know um actually no I don't think I would I don't know what I would do I really don't I think Caleb's significantly better than Kyler but I think that team I mean they're going to have a high pick in the this Texans pick, too, theoretically, so you can get Marvin Harrison. But then you can trade the first pick for a haul, ride out Kyler, and if Kyler's not good, then you can get Cade Klubnik or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. hey. that's what they're kicking around in Arizona right now. Nico Collins looked awesome. He's actually looked good both weeks. Uh, he had 6 for 80 week one. He had 11 targets. He's had 20 targets in two games. That's awesome. Uh, 7 for 146 and a touchdown. Like I said, CJ Stroud's looked really good. Nico Collins has looked awesome. Um, so that's a hit. Tight ends don't matter. Dwayne Johnson, fine. I'm not going to lose any sleep over him. Henry looked good yesterday. He's actually good, but I guess both weeks, 25 for 80 and a touchdown. Um, that's You're happy to see that. Thielen looked good last night. I think he scored, yeah. But even if he doesn't, I mean, 7 for 54 is fine. You get the touchdown, make it even better. Uh, Brian Robinson looked good against Denver. He's looked good both weeks, actually. 18 for 87, two touchdowns yesterday. So I'm going to bump you up, Mendo. Um your depth is still a bit of a concern at the skill positions. Um, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba hasn't looked great yet, but that's fine. Sorry, I thought Sarah was walking in the office. Quentin Johnson has not looked good at all yet. Um, so you're going to need that to figure it out. Um, Christian Watson will come back and probably be fine, though. He looked pretty good in the off or the preseason, but again, he hasn't played yet this year, so that's tough for you. But Jordan Love's looked good, so that's a good thing. Um yeah, your skill depth is my only real concern, but I really like your quarterbacks right now. Um, and, yeah, so I'm going to move you up a few spots. Those are sort of the two big overreactions. Team number four, I'm going to move myself up two spots. Um, back to the exact same spot I had myself to start the season, the preseason. Um, my quarterbacks are good. I still don't think Herbert's been very good yet, and he still scored 54 yesterday or Sunday, so... It'd be nice for him to start playing a little bit better. Kellen Moore maybe calling some better passes. Um, but yeah, Javante Williams has looked okay, but I'm surprised Sean Payton's not giving him the ball more, to be honest. Such a staple for Payton is to run the football, and he hasn't quite done it that much. And puts, I mean, the, the Broncos fucking stink. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson has to put so much effort into an eight-yard out. It's crazy. Um, DeAndre Swift obviously looked awesome. That's not going to be who he is. T. Higgins... Two touchdowns really does help. Makes it a 29-point game instead of 17, but 17's fine. Deont- uh, Devontae Smith looked really good. Pitts, again, I'm going to blame Ritter. Metcalf, fine. DJ Moore had a nice game, 6 for 104. Judy, a bad start on my part. I'm going to start Puka Nakua this week. Just going to put that out there. Um, but, yeah, I'm. so my problem's always going to be the same thing. My running backs. Akers, 
healthy scratch because fucking jack off Sean McVay. But again, whatever acres isn't this world beater. Anyhow, he's fine enough. Kamara, when he comes back, hopefully get some touches. Just, yeah, it's always going to be my running backs. Always going to be my problem. Uh, Josh Dobbs looked better than I think we all expected. I mentioned that already. Gino had a nice game again, though, similar to the Mendo's and even Jared, right. With the Mac Jones over a burrow or a Mahomes. that's never going to happen. Just like you're never going to start Bakers and Stroud over Dak and Lamar. I'm never going to start Gino or Dobbs over either of my quarterbacks unless I absolutely have to. So those guys will sit on the bench. Um, and, and Drake London is in the similar position as a Kyle Pitts. It's like, fuck, I, I want to play both of those guys because of their talent. And I play Pitts, obviously, because tight ends don't matter. But I want to play London, London because of his talent. But Ritter is very, very fucking bad. So, unfortunately, I have to stick with those guys that I am and, and not start them. <sighs> Team number three moving up a spot is Zip. Um, again, not oh, trying to overreact too, too much, and those will come here in the coming weeks. Zip scores 228 last week. It uh, doesn't have to do much. The only concern I have really right now is you do lose Nick Chubb, which is a tough one. Um, I your, your running back depth is not the best, but I think you're able to start Zach Moss, and I think that's going to be a good play for you going forward. The concern I have is, is Fields and Purdy. Um, haven't looked great the first two weeks. Again, calling them preseason, hopefully that the Bears do something smart this week against Kansas City and let Fields move around a little bit more because they're going to have to score. And Kansas City's defense is better than we thought it was. Um, but I think I think they got to let him just sort of be him and do what he does um, and do what he did last year. I mean, when he was moving around more, he was, again, he's not throwing the ball as much as they might want him to, but fuck – at least he was moving the ball. They're not moving it right now. He fucking looked terrible. And then Purdy, you know, kind of game managed against the Rams the other day. He missed a couple throws, but for the most part, he's doing what he needs to do. I mean, that's the thing with Purdy right now is he doesn't need to do a lot. You have so much talent on that team on both sides of the ball, which is crazy, right? You have you have McCaffrey, and then even after him, you've got Elijah Mitchell, who's been when healthy, been been very good. You have Debo, and then you have Brandon Ayuk, and then you have Jawan Jennings, who catches everything that seems to be thrown to him. And you have George Kittle, and then you know on the other side of the ball, you got Hafunga, you got Javon Hargrave, you know, you've got Bosa, you got Greenlaw, you got Warner, you got all these different players. So it's just this team is just loaded. So Purdy doesn't have to do a ton. He just needs to make sure he doesn't lose. That's what Purdy needs to do is just make sure he doesn't lose a game. So that's really my concern right now for you, Zip. More than anything, more than the Chubb injury, which sucks obviously, but it's the um, it's your quarterback depth. Uh, that's the concern I have. Uh, looking at your team right now. So that that's tier two, zip at the top of it, at three, myself four, uh, Mendo five, and Jeremy six. And then tier one, I'm going to keep you two in the same exact spots. Uh, injuries pile up a little for you, Jerry, but I'll keep you one. Tim, I'll put you two. Um, and you guys are on a collision course right now that you were on for last year that somehow didn't happen. Um, so we'll have to see how that goes. On the fly, I'm going to do some, uh, I'm gonna do some projections for this week. I'm going to give Cole the win over Joe. I'm going to give <sighs> do the easy ones first, I guess. I'll do uh, Jared over Gomer. Jared's going to get away with that just because, obviously, like we said, he's got the injury sort of piling a little. Let me just look here. I just want to see this for a second before I make this pick. I don't want to go chalk every week. It's just so boring. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to take Zip over Tim. Not for any other reason other than I think Purdy throws like three touchdowns quickly against the Giants. 
and scores like 45. And I actually think Fields goes off for like 55. And I think he'll start Zach Moss, like I talked about. Um, I think Chuba might score against um, Seattle. I think Pickens will score again. I think A.J. Dillon will have a better game against New Orleans. And I think James Cook comes back a little. I think James Conner comes back a little this week. I think Diggs has just a mediocre. I think all the Bills have a mediocre game against Washington. I think it's supposed to be wet, and Washington isn't that uh, um, I think Washington's defense is pretty good, and it's pretty wet there. I think Cousins will have a good game again, and obviously Jefferson will have a good game. I actually think your guys' game, I don't think Tim's going to win by 50, and that's why I'm going to take zip. I think it's just worth the trying not to go chalk. Um, let me look here at this matchup here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everyone just calm the fuck down. You guys are getting a double episode. Just shut the fuck up. Jesus, Robbie. Robbie, all right. Well, you could start that guy and that guy. I don't really want to give away too much. Yeah, whatever. Robbie, you, you probably should look at your starting lineup a little. I assume you will before Thursday. Yeah. Robbie can make a couple better starts. And then on the other side of the ball, let's see some matchups here. So a couple bad matchups. And yeah, a couple good matchups, though. Yeah, a couple bad matchups, though. I'm going to give Mendo the win over Robbie, but it's going to be really close. Yeah, it's going to be close. Some good matchups for Robbie to have a, a win there. All right, Jeremy and I, let's see. Last one. You got Tua playing Denver, which is going to be awesome for you. And you got Hurt or Lawrence playing uh, Houston. This is literally a toss-up. That's pretty much why it's put that way. It's going to come down to... So it's going to come down to the Atlanta and Lions game because I'm going to start both Pitts and London. Who are your quarterbacks? My quarterbacks. You have no tough match. I think. I'll give Jeremy the win. I don't love it, but I'll give it to him. Eh. Who's this here? I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah, I'll stick with Jeremy. I'll stick with Jeremy. I think it's A.J. Brown's week. I don't think Higgins is going to have that good a week because I don't think Burrow's going to play. Jeremy's going to get the win there. Okay. And then lastly, um, the Caleb race. I'll do five to six teams in the NFL every week. Chicago, Arizona, Las Vegas, the Giants, Tennessee, and Denver. Those are the teams in Caleb race. All right. Rankings are as follows. Gomer, Team 10 in Tier 5. Robbie, Team 9 in Tier 4. Uh, bottom of tier three, team number eight is Cole. Top of tier three, team number seven is Joe. Bottom of tier two, team number six is Jeremy. Uh, team number five is Mendo. Team number four is myself. Team three is Zip. And in the tier two or tier one, excuse me, team number two is Tim. And in first place, team number one, top of tier one, Jared Serpa. All right, boys, double episode. I don't hear any more fucking bitching. Hope you guys paid attention to the timelines because, like I said, it's a double episode. Avengers style Marvel. I'm fucking done. See you guys later.